A good Nisru Chag. We're up to Paragutes, Mishnah Hay, Mishnah Vav, the last two Mishnahis in Parag Rebelezid of Mila. Parag Hay tells us that uh, there are instances where a baby has to have his bris on the eighth day, the ninth day, the tenth day, the eleventh day, and the twelfth day, neither before nor after. The eighth day is regular, the ninth day comes when. Uh, the baby was born during Ben Hashemashis, and uh, the ninth day is really a suffix as to whether it's the eighth day or the ninth day. We call it the ninth day. Ninth day. The tenth day is when that the baby was born Ben Hashemashis, and uh, then the next day comes out that it's Shabbos, so you can't do it on Shabbos either because the suffix on Shabbos ends up being on Sunday, which is the tenth day. Uh, and the baby has a bris on the eleventh day, when you have a Shabbos and then a Yontif, the Hainu, uh, or a two-day Yontif, um, and therefore it comes out that you can't do it on the ninth or on the tenth, um, and you have to do it on the eleventh. And the twelfth is when the baby was born on Benishmashis of a three-day Yontif, or Benashmasish, and then when time the brisk comes out, so it ends up being a three-day yantif, in which case the baby ends up having his bris on the twelfth day. So let's see all of this inside. So a baby can end up having his bris the first time possible, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. And the Mishnah will tell us at the end that if the baby gets sick, so you have to wait until the baby gets better. And then it ends up being uh, eight days after the baby, uh, what's it called, after the baby gets better. So you have to wait another whole week. So the Mishnah says, Normally it's the eighth day. If a baby is born in you're a suffix as to which day it's going to be. So you give the baby the bris on ninth day, uh, which is suffix, it's the eighth, suffix the ninth, so call it the ninth. Ben Hashemashis shall Erev Shabbos, if the baby was born on Ben Hashemashis of Erev Shabbos, which means that the, uh, the ninth day, uh, I'm sorry, the, yeah, the ninth day would end up being on Shabbos, so then you end up giving the baby the bris on Sunday, which is Nimola Asara, which is on the tenth day. Yom Tov La'achar Shabbos, if it's Ben Hashemashis of a Yom Tov, so then you don't give on Shabbos, you don't give on Yantif, you would give the day after Yantif, which would be on Monday, which is the 11th day. Yom Tov La'achar Shabbos Nimo La'achar so if you have Shabbos and then two days of Rosh Hashanah, so you would have Shabbos, Sunday, Monday, um, so then you don't give on any of those days, you would end up giving on Tuesday, Nimo so the baby would end up having his bris on the twelfth day. Cotton who is sick, and then you don't give him a bris until after he gets better, and uh, the Rami Bartanura says that you wait seven days, seven full days, and then uh, you give him 
his bris. So it's not on the eighth day. You wait seven 24-hour periods and then you give the baby his bris. In Mishnuvav, we go into uh, what's physically necessary in order to give a baby a bris. The Mishnah talks about tzitzin ha-ma'akvim. Tzitzin ha-ma'akvim are strips of the foreskin which were not um, which were not torn away properly. And if they cover up rov ha if they cover uh, most of the tip of the Avaramila, so then the bris is not kosher, and the baby is still categorized as an RL. If he was a Kohen, he wouldn't be able to eat truma. And therefore, if it's on Shabbos, you go back and you uh, do the rest of it, even though you're doing more chabura, but it's intrinsically necessary for the bris. Um, more than that, uh, the Mishnah tells us that if it looks like there are in ma'akvim, even if there are not, let's say the baby has a lot of skin, has a lot of flesh, so then you have to pull them away because of marasayin. But that that you wouldn't do on uh, you wouldn't do on Shabbos. And the last thing the Mishnah tells us is that, that which we talked about earlier, the priya of taking away the membrane after the foreskin has already been cut off. So that's also ma'akev for the bris. If you didn't do the priya, so you didn't do a bris mila. So let's see all of this. Inside, Elohim Tzitzin Ma'ak Vemesamila. This is what we call the strips, which are Ma'akev, which uh, preclude the mikvah from being kosher. So Basra Chayfes Revatara. Any flesh which covers up most of the atara. And such a person is an RL. He's a Kohen, he won't be able to eat truma. If a person has a lot of flesh there, he's very large, he has a lot of, uh, or, or fat, and it looks like he does not have, uh, a proper bris, he should have a, he should have a, a surgery to make sure that it looks right, so you shouldn't have, um, Looks like he didn't have a bris. Malvoloi pares a mila. If a person gets a mila, cuts off the foreskin, but he didn't do the priya, so he didn't take away the membrane. Kiiloi mal. It's kiilu. He did not do the bris. The bris is not kosher, and therefore that is necessary. If you didn't do that, you'd also have to do that even on Shabbos. Have a good day, a good nesu and a good yor.